Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Flux campaign. I will be your DM for this evening, Eric. Um, I will not be taking us into my normal world. We're actually just going to do a bit of a, a kind of time in flux. Um, we have, we're missing the, the girls tonight, so it's just the guys, the DMs. Uh, so we're going to just kind of do a little role play in flux and have some fun and kind of push the story a little bit forward tonight. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and kick it off with, uh, uh, I guess, attendance, whatever you want to call it. What do we call it? Roll call. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, so go ahead. Oh, crap. I'm first. It's all you, Tony. Um, <laughs> I'm Tony. I play Puck. Uh, changeling Warlock that wasn't paying attention. And this is Charlie. I play Bardus, the Goliath Barbarian Cuddler. This is Steve. I play Theos, the Half-Elf Rogue. Uh, this is Dom, who plays the full elf cleric Anoran. And then, yes, I am Eric, playing Lokar, the paladin slash warlock. Um, so yeah, we're gonna, what I want to do first is kind of, since Anoran wasn't here a part of our last session, um, I'm, I basically phrased it as that Anoran and Lokar had a week, uh, to be in flux without anybody else there. Um, so I assume that, uh, like... I guess the way I set the mood is, you know, we had just gotten back from, uh, the, was it, no, we had just gotten back from Noran's world, um, so the, the jail, and as everybody was walking to the tavern, uh, suddenly Lokar turns around and everybody's gone, um, who then proceeds to check with Noran to see if he's there, um, and then I assume that they spend some time together for a few days, um, and in which time... Because do you have a patron, Anorin? Uh, Sol Invicta. Sol Invicta. Okay. Um, but kind of seeing your faith and your in your abilities, uh, Lokar would have gone and tried to seek out some some more. He wants power at this point to be able to co go back and save his uh, his planet or his home world. Um, so uh, during this week, uh, he probably worked with. Um, our enchanter, I forgot his name. Is it Tim? Did we take the name Tim? If we didn't, we should. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sure there's notes somewhere that Ooh. nobody pays attention to. The enchanter? Yeah. What? Yeah. Tim the enchanter, yes. We didn't get that idea from anywhere. <laughs> we didn't get it from anywhere. Nope, nope. Didn't steal that anywhere. Completely totally original. Random. Yeah, totally original. I don't think it, I think it was stolen by us by somebody in the seventies. Or stolen from us by somebody in the seventies. Well, it's surprising. I wasn't even I wasn't even born in that time, so that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Actually, I don't know when Monty Python was. So, um, hey, what do you so mean? It, Who's Monty Python? We didn't steal anything from yeah, them. Keep moving. <laughs> Move along. You're not going to see here. I'm pretty what sure this episode is going to hit with a copyright slam or something. I doubt that. Um, so um, he would have also kind of talked to Tim the Enchanter, um, who's also a turtle, and probably. Uh, looked more into like where he could pull power from and got in contact with somehow through a vision. Um, I don't know if I want to play that through right now, but um, to, to, to work with the celestial. Um, and so he, so upon learning that he now has more power, he probably would have went to a Norin and shown him like, so one of the spells that Lokar has now is actually called light and he can just touch something and make it, light up as a cantrip so he would have gone around town like just making everything light and helping anoran kind of cure his darkness fear of darkness whatever <laughs> you can't fear the darkness if everything is light well you have to face the darkness to cure it but i i, I think anoran would appreciate you know the gesture because you know okay and then at some point probably uh you know start to to work through the feelings of, of, you know, hatred towards this little baby and work with a genocidal hatred, you know, um, but at least it's to little... put aside his differences to the baby, uh, the orc baby that now lives in town. And then, um, yeah, through all of that, probably start to bond with him and the rest of the team and become more of a happier individual thinking that he now has a tool in his repertoire to be able to, uh, ultimately, 
hopefully start pushing away some of this darkness and actually doing some good in a lot of these worlds where I feel like we've been pretty well defeated most times. Does that sound fair to you, Dom? Yeah, that sounds fair. That sounds fair. I mean, I figured that, you know, through the, you know, loss, through that one point where he was, like, without power of the Holy Light, he would have been, like, traumatized. I think this, you know, bonding with Bebe would be, <laughs> and Lok and helping Lokar through his shit would be able to help him through his. Sure. So it's kind of like we get out, of, we pull ourselves out of our mental darkness together and kind of find a bond in that. Group therapy. Yeah, exactly. And then we bond, yeah, through this child and the happiness that is this child and all that. So, yeah, okay. And then, so, yeah, we spend like a week with, you know, kind of in the town. Um, also, one of the things that Lokar does is actually work with the blacksmith then to finish library bar or library tavern that we've been talking about doing for several episodes. So, I'm going to call that done. Like, okay. you know, one hell of a contractor. I mean, I, I, that's also assuming that it wasn't already being worked on. I know we've had a couple weeks here and there, I think, since we talked about doing Library Tavern. So I'm sure, I think at one point we had covered that the groundwork was laid in for it. But Yeah, so, um, and then so we'll fast forward to the moment that um, everybody else returns. Um, and so Snowflake's healed. Uh, Silva basically comes back and, and runs off with Snowflake. Um, I'm just going to say that Flick or Axel, whoever um, Isabel was this time. Um, Is the cop Flick Axel? Just got like Flick angry Sol. and ran off. <laughs> Flick Axel, Bick, whatever. Okay. Um, mm, something happened. So then we can just pick up at the scene. Everybody else can see Anorin and Lokar like in the town. Like a lot of the other NPCs are kind of just gathered around just enjoying you know this into into flux kiss of flaxel flaxel kiss of flaxel you need the kyle isabel axel flick kiss of flaxel all right you send that to sarah and see what she thinks of that kiss of flaxel i like it it sounds like the next coronavirus or the cure for it do you have killers of flaxel uh, sometimes it sounds like some sort of drug that shouldn't be advertised in American television, but you know, that's true. Um, yeah, so yeah, we'll just we'll just appear at that moment, and um, I think didn't Puck like run over and start freaking out about a uh, low car playing with the child, freaking out about you playing with child, but also smiling. I have not seen that. <laughs> All right, it was creepy enough for me. Um, so you're happy now. Well, uh, I mean, okay. over this last, uh, last week, Anorin and I certainly have, uh, we've come to terms with our, our dark places. And we think that we, uh, we have a little bit of faith in what we can do around here now. And hopefully we have, I, I've gained a little bit more power. I mean, just look all this light around you. I have I've learned the powers of uh, of of more radiance, and hopefully that will help us uh, extinguish more of this darkness. Um, it looks like a holiday, actually. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I'm happy for you, and I'm gonna just stand up and. Uh, I don't want to ruin it. Walk You're just away. gonna stand up. <laughs> yeah, like good, good, good job. He's sending good vibes our way. Yeah, <laughs> I think we just freaked him out. Only so just not, 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 no, just him, just Volcar. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see you smiling as well, Puck. I'm, I'm trying my best to not be seen as a martyr around here anymore. All right, so. Did anybody hear that of me or no? What? No, I didn't hear you say anything. Okay, so yes, yeah, it's, it's Discord still messing up. Oh, so what'd you say? No, no, I was just uh, 
uh, it was just a couple of comments is about how Lokar found some peace. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just like it's, I'm still having problems with Discord. I'm uh, I'm gonna go, and if you don't see me, it's because I am either teleported away again, or I am very much asleep. And then I start walking towards the castle-like area, wherever my room is. Yeah, you guys, uh, you all look mighty tired. Where did you go? Uh, back in darkness. Time. A dark realm? No, the, remember the darkness touched you last time? I yeah, wait, this is why I shouldn't talk. I am going. <laughs> what happened with the darkness? Yeah, I missed that part. <laughs> um, I had a negative experience and my powers were taken from me. I I did not take it well. Hmm. Huh. Well, I return to the Raven Queen. I think she calls herself. Whatever. Um, these I blah, 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 something about time travel. My head hurts like a lot <laughs> over everything that just happened. It was crazy. And yeah, I'm with Puck. Uh, Lokar, it's good to see you smile. It's kind of creepy, but we'll drink about it later. And uh, Bardus holds out his hand to um, give you a nice warrior shake. Sure. I didn't even know Turtles could smile. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm having trouble like imagining it. You see, you see, like it's subtle. See, like you the edge of an emotional and physical level. <laughs> So, like, see on the edge of the lips, like, right there with the, like, like, like where the, the beak is, like, the little curl, like, they're almost like dimples, but they look more like wrinkles. That's a smile. Is, is that a smile, or is that indigestion? Could be both. Hmm. No, I mean, you know, you could have, like, sanic, like, human teeth, and we can totally tell, right? No. Oh, that's no, terrifying. I don't think, that's I don't think turtles have teeth. That's terrifying. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Bardo shakes your hand and then uh, is going to retreat. Um, yeah, he's done. Yeah, we can all meet in the library tavern in the morning. He it's, it's waves. And he turns his back, starts walking, and just like waves <laughs> that lazy ass. Yeah, okay, I heard you. That, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. I turn to a Noran and just like, yeah, they look. I mean, they look really tired. I know they've been gone for a week, but wow. They look like they've gone through some stuff. I don't know if Theos is still standing there or if he left. Yeah, I'm still standing there. Okay. Theos, what'd you go through? Troubling times, my friend. Troubling times. Well, if you wish to rest, and we can speak of it in the morning. Looks like uh, you're all on your last legs. Yes, well, jumping world to world with little break between does tend to wear one out. Well, we've had quite a bit of a break, but I understand you guys were pulled uh, rather suddenly. Yes, yes. All right, well, yes, we can speak in the morning, go get rested, and we'll have breakfast ready. All right. Have a... Have a... Fair evening, and you, you well. go to the castle. Okay. Um, so do we just want to fast forward then to the next morning, or well, everybody choose your wake? Everybody choose things. your video game wake up music of your choice. That's what you wake up to. Final Fantasy battle winning, right? Did we level? <laughs> I thought we were level six. We're level six. I think Charlie's trying to get a seven. I think he is. <laughs> Not yet. About as subtle as naming our enchanter Tim. <laughs> <laughs> subtle like a freight train, so, you know, kind of. Were you able to restock the castle with toilet paper? 
Oh, jeez. Oh, come on. Hey, this isn't coming out for like three weeks. That may be a thing of the past by then. I hope uh, so. Stupid people will be stupid. That's fair. Yeah, we're recording this right now on March 13th, where uh, we're in the middle of the COVID crisis. Oh, hey, it's Friday the 13th. It's an all-damn it session. Yeah, I'm currently sitting on my throne of money. I mean, toilet paper. Uh, it just... <laughs> Do we need to uh do we need to kill off a character tonight? Oh we might. Well, that sounds fun. I mean, I'm very interested how we were gonna have a roleplay session and somebody dies, but this should be good. <laughs> That's what I was actually just thinking too. <laughs> and you guys roleplayed and somebody had a heart attack. Goodbye. Yeah. What? And we, we drive someone to suicide. Yes, that's the way to do it. That has roll happened. fortitude. Roll fortitude. That that hasn't that, that has happened though, more or less. Yes, to people in this room. I know. Alright, anyways, back on point. Alright, so fast forward to Library Tavern next morning. Oh, I did, okay. Maybe we can cover it at some point. I was gonna, I I forgot about the box of uh, stuff that was left. Oh yeah, the the little mystery boxes. So we will say I think I just all... left mine on the ground and went to sleep. No, it's it was like a like a like a crate, I would say. But we'll say that it's like it, you guys find it the next morning in, um, in library tavern. They follow. So, what's in the box? What's in the box? How many references can we make tonight? That's the only reference we're gonna do when we're gonna beat it into the ground like a dead horse. Well, I'm. Okay, whatever. We made the Tim reference. We made COVID references. Is it a mimic? Uh, my stuff in a box. Guys, 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 guys. Is it a mimic? Quick, tell it a joke. If it lasts, right. kill it. Okay, are we just saying everybody's in the library tavern? That's fine. We're deciding whether or not this box is a mimic. That's very important. Up and at the backs. And curiosity is intriguing. the question. I'm going to poke it with my sword. The box? All right, roll for um, roll an attack. Un is moment. it one box or is it a whole bunch of boxes? It's like a crate. Like I, don't I would crate. say, like a like Wait, probably like a three foot, foot by three foot by three foot cube crate. Okay. Um, I have a crowbar. What are you poking? He it wants with? to poke it with a stick or his uh, knife. Sixteen to poke. Okay, you successfully poke it. How much damage are you doing? Wow. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's um, uh, eight. Okay. You managed to, like, crack a part of the wood that uh, that is holding it together. But it doesn't attack you or anything. I'm good. Okay. All right. It's okay, guys. It's Wait. not a mimic. Okay. Yes, yeah, we were mimic? so worried about that. Huh. I'm going to put my crowbar in there, and uh, do you want to get your sword out? Was it a sword that you were doing that with? Yeah, I have a sword. I, I will pull out the sword, or I will pull back the sword and resheat it. What if you cut something that was in there? What if there was another baby orc in there? Why would you leave we... a baby orc in a box? Wouldn't it be crying? I don't know. There's air holes. Wow. Because I just made one. And what if there was a baby in there? Then you would have killed the baby. Oh my god, what if this is one of those things where we don't know if it's dead until we open it? Schrodinger's baby. Schrodinger's orc box? Schrodinger's orc baby. Well, I was going to comment about how this library seems like the most inappropriate place for a barb, but now I'm I'm guessing the elf is expecting the box to attack. You'll be thanking me once I actually find a mimic. Um. All right, so I'm going to open up the box the rest of the way with the crowbar. Okay. Um. You. So what you see is on top is a horn. There is a uh, what looks to be a cloak. There is a little like satchel, and there are 
three healing potions. And it looks to be some um like some food supplies, like some some hard tack, some cheeses, stuff like that. Hey. Delicious. There's stuff in here, and it's not a baby. And it's also not dead. Well, it's technically dead. It's never, well, it was never actually, alive. Well, technically, the the fruit, the food were the food, the fruit, 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 the the fruit, the fruit, the fruit, the fruit, the fruit, the the fruit, the Swedish, Swedish chef. chef for the rest of this episode. Why bork. are we being careful about this? Bork, bork, bork. This is also the person bork, that almost bork. got stuck in a Minnesota accent. Bork, bork. I was in I Minnesota am now the other the week. Swedish. All right, we have a shoe, a horn, and uh, some peppers. Here's that. Right. We're going to get sued by uh, Muppets. Too bad. Disney, we're just going to get sued by Disney. I would show up to court for that because there's, I mean, like, seriously, like, can you imagine, like, Kermit, like, presenting, like, <laughs> the prosecution, you know, the complaints or plaintiff, that's it. We, we quickly drifted from roleplay night to reference night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, everyone. We are roleplaying, we're just roleplaying different characters. <laughs> and not Apparently, <laughs> Puck has swifted, shifted into a Swedish chef. Oh, anyway, who would you cook? Oh, fork, 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 fork. No horn, horn. You're a fork, a shadow, and a cook. All right, I'm. Noren's gonna pick up the cloak. Okay. When you said horn, what kind of what what horn are we talking about? Like a animal horn? It looks like it is a horn that like would be used for um like sounding an alarm. Oh, so like a instrument, decorative, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's got like some sort of like a leather wrap around it. Like it's got like what looks to be a grip. It's got like a little nub on the end of it that looks like you could blow into it, kind of thing. Like it, it like if you were to look at it, you go, "That's a horn I can play." I will grab the horn I can play. Okay. What else is great? <laughs> uh, the, so the crate had the horn. The cloak, there's a like a little satchel bag, um, and then three healing potions are probably the most interesting things in there. I will check the satchel bag. Okay. Um, I dare you to play the horn in the library. Hmm. I wonder how this thing works. Hmm. I give it a blow. Okay. Um... So you suddenly feel a bit of an urge to direct the 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 horn at somebody. Who do you pick? Puck, because he's telling me <laughs> I it. should do this. <laughs> so um, when you blow into it, Puck, you hear like a horn going off like in your head. Okay. Well, but I also nobody... see a horn being blown in my face, what? so... Nobody else hears it. <laughs> Does that include me or myself? Uh... Anyway, you see Punk. No, you don't hear it. Oh, Punk. The <laughs> only person that can hear it is Puck. Yeah, I'm wincing and like one eye really wide and like, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I blow and we're all just watching Puck go. <laughs> I guess Norin goes over to Puck and is like, um, are you alright? What happened? <laughs> I blow harder. What? <laughs> this, I don't think this thing works, guys. What? <gasps> <laughs> oh, God! Puck? Puck? So is, is that the third time you is, So, is that the third time Bardus has blown into it? No, second. Oh, okay. Uh, what? Hmm. I start examining this thing for clogs. But it sounds like air went through it. Yeah. Or, or felt like, I should say. <sighs> Thank you for stopping mm. that. Mm. Looks clean. <gasps> I, I stopped. 
Uh, right, I was going to jump behind yes, Anorin and let Anorin take the hit. <laughs> um, Just, well, no, this is way too much fun. Okay. <laughs> Can I reflex that? To what? What are you going to reflex? Are you going to try to knock re out of reflexing hand? to avoid getting the horn blown in my direction? I was going to see if I could put a norm between us. Um, isn't it like sound? Yeah. Okay. Um, you can try to reflex away from it. Sure. I mean, if it's sound, I don't hear it. Okay. Um, you move like out of like well out of the way, and you still hear it. God damn it. Do we all hear it, or does only he hear it? He, only he hears it. Nobody else. All you see is him freaking out as if a horn was being blown very loudly. I realize that just but I'm acting like a dog with like one of those face. silent whistles right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The problem well, is, is I can't hear it, so I think it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm eight intelligence. This is what eight I'm intelligence and ten wisdom gets you. Go. <laughs> I'm just looking at Puck like. Just kinda... What the hell's going on with him? Uh, I think it's this thing's loud. broken. I toss it back into the, the crate. This thing's broken. You've only blown it three times? Yes. Okay. Um, what the fuck? Is anybody else taking it? Or just leaving it there? Well, uh, Norin is currently like concerned with Puck because Puck just had a freak out of nowhere and he doesn't know what's going on. And Bar Didn't Bar just throws it in with disdain, too, because obviously it doesn't work. Um, okay, so, uh, Theos, you grab the little satchel. Yeah. Okay, um, you kind of look inside, and you see that there looks to be a powder inside of there. I pinch I a bit between my fingers, rub it a bit, and then just, like, dash it in the air to see what happens. Uh, nothing happens, it just falls to the ground. It's odorous, tasteless, and then one of those poisonous things I'm in. Well, I'm not tasting it. Like, uh, Puck, is there anything I can do? Do you need healing? Oh, oh God, no, not from you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no. I'm I'm fine. He's not blowing that horn anymore. No um, one was blowing no the horn. The horn didn't work. So, as you guys it are worked. kind of standing here looking at all the items and everything, I'm going to, just for getting all this stuff taken care of at some point, because I don't think anything else is really going to um, figure out. But So we're going to say Tim the Enchanter walks in uh, and kind of goes, ooh, uh, you got some uh, some goodies over here. And he kind of looks at the in the box and he goes, well, this is interesting. And he pulls the horn out. No! <laughs> he's not blowing into it. He's just like examining it. So you see him kind of wave his hand over it and kind of look at it and he goes... That thing doesn't work. No, actually, it does. Um, why? What did you do with it? It blew into it. It's a horn. Well, um, who did you direct it towards? Uh, I, yeah. Then, who did you direct it towards? I mean, I'm like, going to assume Puck. Puck? I mean, I, I didn't really right. aim at anybody. I just, he pucks well, and told me to blow into it. I should try it. And then it didn't this, work. This uh, this here horn is actually magically imbued. It's only meant to be heard by one person. So it is called the Horn of Silent Alarm, and whoever blows into it can direct it at somebody up to 600 feet away, and they will hear the horn, but nobody else will. What an oddly specific metric. And it looks to be you can blow into it four times a day, and it looks to be already used three times oh so it's an interesting little piece if anybody wants it so that's what you heard puck you heard the incessant incessant blowing of the horn yes yes that's what i heard i am not crazy well i am I like not i'm not kiss a flixel was I, it Guess it works after all, huh? <laughs> so, kind of neat. If you want to use it, it's a great way to communicate with people where nobody else can hear you, and you don't and... even need to be able to see somebody. You just need to be able to think of them, and they need to be within a certain range of you. So, good, Tim. Then, could you tell me the uh, characteristics of this cloak? 
Uh, certainly. And he kind of takes it and he looks at it. And what you see is when he's holding it, all of a sudden it changes its style. Like it's just kind of a black cloak at first and he kind of changes it. So not only does it look different, but he even changes the color a couple times. Whoa. Um, so this is the, this is a cloak of, um, uh, of many fashions. Uh, looks to be that you can change it to any style you wish. Uh, so you can disguise what it looks like. Um, the only thing you cannot do is change how much it weighs. Hmm. So if I choose, a, does it will it affect the rest of my clothing or just the cloak? Nope, it's just the cloak. But you can make it as big or as little as you want to cover up things or however. I'm going to make it into like one of those half cloaks where it only covers like one shoulder. Okay. So I can look swank. You could make it into like one of those like ole ones. Sir, right? sir, I know about my swankness. I'm going to go swank my way. Barnes grabs the horn. Uh, is Theos having him look at the dust? Sure. Um, so he kind of takes it and looks at it and goes, oh, interesting. That's cocaine. Uh, <laughs> 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 Tony, you have been waiting on that one, haven't you? Yeah, he was holding on to that. So this is a bag of oregano. I can't arrest you for that. <laughs> Wow. Oh, it's actually baking powder. So bad references. Um, so he looks at it and he goes, Oh, this is a uh, yep, that's that's definitely the dust of dryness. I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> so well you can you can sprinkle this over um 15 feet of water, so it's a 15 foot cube of water, um, and it will collapse it into a marble sized pellet. How do you get a cube of water unless it's ice? No, it's well. It, it'll take up. It, it'll fill the volume of fifteen feet of water. You have the calculations it, to back that up. No, this is just how magic works. <laughs> um, and, and it turns it into about a marble-sized pellet, uh, which is near where you sprinkle the dust. Um, and then you can you can basically smash the pellet. And cause it to release all the water that was absorbed. Ooh, instant flood. And this is actually kind of cool. An elemental composed mostly of water that is exposed to a pinch of the dust may, must make a DC 13 constitution saving throw, taking 10d6 necrotic damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Oh my goodness. So grab some of that dust and throw it on a water elemental. <laughs> I guess. Or sneak it into someone's food if you don't like them. There you go. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I'm a bad person. Um, a little bit. Yeah, there's the three healing potions. And those you know they off. put that you should not eat those little packets that co like come in the little bottles of... Oh, those silica packets? Yeah. Um, hey, yeah, hey. and then the three, the three healing potions are 2d4 plus 2. Hey, uh, Tim. I'm totally taking one of those. Uh, at yes, least, at least one. What, what, what do, what do these do? What do what do? Uh, I show him the uh, rapier I got and the bat amulet. Ooh! Oh yeah! Oh, Theos can cover that one. <laughs> this is this is now Theos stepping in for Tim the Enchanter, since these are from my DM session. Hmm. Very interesting. This rapier, mm, yes. This is a rapier of warning. It will, it will shine and vibe, and the hilt will vibrate when you are threatened. All right. I feel like we have a lot of anxious magic items. <laughs> We're a very anxious group. And the amulet seems to be a magical trigger for another enchanted device, but I can't tell what exactly. All right. Hey, Tim, how about these uh, shimmering color-changing robes? Wait, what Shining, shimmering, spandering. Oh, gosh. The end. Yes. yes, the Technicolor coat. I believe this is one by a man named Joseph. 
<laughs> oh, now we're getting political, huh? <laughs> or dramatic. I mean, there was Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat on Broadway. Mm, yes, yes. At least it's not the wonderful, the wonderful, amazing ice cream suit. Much like the cloak they have of one? much like the cloak of Anor in there, this will be able to change color and subtle style differences at will. Um, however, like the cloak, you can't change the actual weight of the item itself. Oh, did we give the same item? <laughs> Yeah, I gave mine during oh. the uh, assassin thing. Yeah, I, I yeah, didn't know you'd given that away. That's fine. Oh, Whatever. It's, it's it's fine because Bardis never got it appraised until now. I know. I was looking at my other possessions. I'm like, oh, this is... Hey, look! <laughs> a cloak. Nice. Oh, and I can't remember. Is this uh, armor from the vampire neck? Uh, this, this magic or no? Leather armor. He inspects it, looking at all the snaps and ties along the edges, and goes, "Well, it's not magical, but it is a quick. It is a quick equip studded leather armor. Usually, you have to take a considerable amount, a considerable amount of time to get into armor, but this one you can probably get into it in maybe a minute." Hmm. It's fairly quick. Maybe even less so if you're proficient with using it. Alright. Anyone else have any other stuff? No? If if not, then I turn the reins back to Eric. I got awesome. magical I got magical mistletoe. I think we found out what, <laughs> what? that is. What? That's do. A, um he that does. sounds like that sounds like something very that sounds like something very inappropriate. I think it was already explained to me what it does. I just uh, Magical mistletoe. If you hang it over oh. someone's, if you hang it over someone's head, you cast charm on them. I thought he said magic mistletoe. It, it, it is. is. No, yeah, yeah. not magical mistletoe. Like a missile that is also a toe. Ma oh, like Lord. magic missile toe. Like is that like misdirection? Cast magic missile. That would be an interesting. Eric, are you drunk? You hang, Eric, you if you're drunk, like go a home. Toe around your neck, or like an amulet, it gives you magic missile. I kind of want to make a make a class like a sorcerer where you can cast whatever spell or a wizard. You can cast whatever, but you can change one letter, and that's it. For every spell that you do, that you change that. one letter. There's an item that does that. There is. Yeah, did, wasn't it in the Dungeons and Daddies podcast? Yeah, it was made up though. Well, okay, but I'm saying people have made items that do that. You want a whole class centered around that? Yes. Yeah, good luck with that. I knew this. I knew this library bar was going to be a bad idea. We're all drunk. It, apparently, it's called day drinking. It's acceptable. We just went through some crap. Okay. Oh, so your god allows it. You guys went through some crap. What'd you guys? Uh, yeah, where you guys? You guys. It sounds Father like you guys Hardy. had a happy-go-lucky week. I mean, we were confused as to if you were all dead, but sure. Oh, we made it. Yeah, again. back. So, how long were you guys in there? I mean, you were gone a week for us. A day? I don't know, Less something, something time travel? Like, maybe like yeah, half like a day? Half a day. Huh. That's strange. It was far Very longer curious. for us. Perhaps these I think like world three or dimensions. four hours, that's it. Perhaps these dimensions flow differently as well. Well, but you said that this took you back in time, so it seems weird that you're taken back to a different time and you come back at a much later amount of time. Like, it shouldn't matter. If it's time travel, it should just be here and back. Like, why can't you just be dropped off at the exact moment you left? Um, Do we have a Hawkins who is happens we should, to be a physicist? I think the closest we can get is by asking Narak that, because I don't understand his magic. I don't understand any magic. By the way, anyone know magic? Puck, you literally cast spells. Yeah, I, I mean, I exude I know magic, magic, but I don't know magic. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm not studied in the arcane arts. Uh, my magic comes from uh, my faith in my God, so. As far as Same. 
as far as arcane magic that is bent to one's will, I am unfamiliar. Yeah, none of us are wizardly types. <laughs> magic. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Barbus Barbus is like, no. No. I commune I commune with animals and and, and environments and nature and no. No. Bardus is like with... magic, not even once. Bardus, I think I've seen you commune with your tankard of ale more than I've seen you commune with nature. <laughs> it's all natural. It's organic. <laughs> By the way, I take two healing potions because nobody's paying attention. Well, Fair enough. I got healing my own, so you know. Yeah, so did Katham. Who? Who? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I wanted to yes. say. It. Oof. Ouch. Still one of the hardest characters to lose. <laughs> um, what he did best. Diplomacy. Diplomacy with bugs. Hope the only good bug is a dead bug. I guess so. Um, all right. So yeah. So I think. Oh, oh there was something I was thinking of that. I don't know what it was. Um, you want some I'm food? A, I'm ordering some bar. Um, ordering I'm ordering some of the bar. food in there. Got something there. Oh wait, is there a bartender Ooh. at this bar, or is it just created but not stocked with anything yet? No, I would say that um uh who's the bartender? Somebody's probably over there. I have a feeling that because we made the bar ourselves that it's uh, we decided to kind of just move all of the bar necessities over there. So Only Jamie's probably over there. Necessity. The simple bar necessities. Well, forget hey guys, about your guys, pretzels and your cheese. It had to be done, sir. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Isn't like the fastest way to get something like muted or taken down is by using Disney music? Probably. That's that's Disney. Um, I'm pretty sure that was under parody. Um, yes, uh, Jungle Book: Bare Necessities is a Disney movie. Uh, the mouse don't deal with parody. The mouse fucking kills people. It's true. They do. They do. Anyway, um, I guess we order uh, breakfast or do bagels and cream cheese all around. I'm, I can dig it. I can dig it. <laughs> what? It's not Greek. <laughs> <laughs> it is if it's yo play yogurt. We have yo play yogurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said bagels and cream cheese. Where did yogurt come out of that? Ooh, I want a parfait. Can we have a parfait? Can we have sure. parfait? I always feel like in games, I always feel like it's whatever people want to eat. It's it's fantasy. It's fine. I feel so like what you're telling me, parfaits are on the table. Parfaits are on the table. Ooh, Man. I want a Belgian waffle with ice cream on top. I mean, they don't have cows. They can't get... Um... I thought it was fantasy. It, it is. I'm just... I... You literally set the rules and then you're trying to stop the rules. I mean, what are you trying to do? Uh, you're right. There, bud. Oh. You can have your parfaits. Excellent. But it's made of beer, um, and whatever they skimmed off the beer is basically turned into yogurt. So it's kind of like uh, Vegemite. Is it Vegemite? Oh, is that the, the yeast byproduct? Yeah, and that, so like it's it's a parfait, and it's like it's like oats, it's Vegemite. You know, I know I've never beer. actually had Vegemite. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm sure we can find it somewhere. If uh, I've never had it either, so. But I've heard it's not good. <laughs> um, so everybody has breakfast and morning beers. Um, was there something else that we wanted to play through? Okay, what's the gender? What, what I should say, what is the biological sex of the baby? Because I feel like we should have named it by now. Female. Really? Okay. Oh, I assumed it was male, but that's too like Disney. We don't want to get sued. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is currently unnamed. Female baby orc. 
Well, I kind of want to you know, maybe give it. Well, uh, Lawrence had a week with the baby, so instead mm. of Yoda, it's Yolo. But what? But Yola. What if, Yola. What if Lokar named the baby orc? <gasps> My God. I kind of like Yola. We'll go with Yola. Well, for until further notice, this baby is now Yola. You you only live occasionally. No, wait, you only live uh, all the time. Anyways, yeah, you only live anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can sing the Weird Al song about Yola. Yola. Okay, I didn't Yola. mean to do it now. Wait, you said let me. Okay, we've already had way too many references in this episode. Well, this is basically us just, just you know, role playing without any set goals. So we're just going to be that's like true, crazy. That's fair. Um, yeah, I guess we can do a little bit of a. So while everybody's kind of drinking and eating and everything, uh, uh, Narak comes in kind of to to debrief. I guess would probably be a word, not one she would use. We're debriefing uh, and decompressing. There you go. Um, and she kind of walks in. Or scampers in because what does she know? Not an otter. Badger. So the badger, badger comes in, kind of jumps up on the table, and just I um uh, I wanted to 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 get with at least the majority of you and uh and share that um I think I figured out that the reason that you were kept for so long um is that the Raven Queen was not happy with your actions as a part of your um your dealings in, in the in what you were trying to fix. What was she unhappy with? We were so close. It's it's hard to tell, but um I, I, I don't think that um I, I, I don't know. I'm not really in communication with her, but I would just be more careful in the future with um with how did she you not approve her, did she not approve of the way we handled the undead? N- no, no, this was specifically to what they did while they were there um, for the week. This time, I believe, because I was having trouble pulling them out and I, I kept getting visions of, of punishment um, as I tried to pull them out. Whose punishment? It, uh, I think the Raven Queen was punishing them for things they did. But I, I'm not Who's aware of, of of what actually happened in there. Was it? I so who was... is getting punished? I, no, I think they were punished, and that's why they did not come back for a week. You mean? You mean, you uh, mean Bardis, Theus, Puck? Yes, the the ones that were traveled with the into the Raven Queen's world, they were the ones that were punished, or at least maybe as a collective group, we are punished due to the they're missing. I'm not I'm not quite sure, but Look, we also was... seem to be rewarded with this crate, so I'm not sure what what she's thinking. Yeah, do we we didn't check the who this crate was from, did we? I I think nope, it was free stuff. I think it was sent by the Raven Queen and appeared here uh, sometime last night and mysteriously appeared. So she has the ability to go between worlds or send items between worlds also? Well, she is a goddess. um, So with that, she has power even I do not understand. Why doesn't she fix this stuff? Yeah, even as a goddess of maybe her own world, I, uh, I'm not familiar with any of this divine. I don't even think that's the right word to use. Beings, but I think that's more, uh, more his spiel. I'm pointing to a Norin. Many gods have many different ways and many different paths to get what they want. But what is it that the Raven Queen wants? She wants us to save Flux, correct? Well, the Raven Queen wants um, things of the past to be mended, uh, as far as I can tell. And I believe that was voiced at some point from what I've heard when you guys have been talking about it. Um, And as far as I know, there is the wizard that is from that world. And it seems like 
she is trying to save many lives at, at one in one shot. But it seems that this is something she's tied directly to now. So she wants she wants us to fix the past. Is it to prevent this from from flux from happening, or is it to or is it or is that unpreventable, or is that something that has to happen? Well, based on what I understand um, from what I've been told by the the others that have returned as well, it seemed to be that if the if the past can be fixed, it will at least put a a big dent in this darkness that has formed uh, in the universe. It seems like this was one of the key places that it was uh, formed and 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 spawned from um, in that in that time period, and it's partially responsible for what we're dealing with today. I don't know how I like being judged by a god that does not even exist on my world. That's fair, but you are you made a pact with her and um I I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what happened in there to be able to tell you whether or not um what you did was something she liked or didn't like. Thanks, just remember we're group like 300 something too. I thought we were in the thousands. Oh. Well, yeah. I think she had said she killed thousands, but there was only, yeah, there was like five or six groups of adventurers that she'd brought to the world or something. Thank you for reminding us, uh, Nerek. I was... Never mind. <laughs> well, it was actually a thousand or two, but I only brought five. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I had said back then, even, so... My faith and heart are with Sol Invicta, but we will... I will try to... Hold to my pact with this raven goddess. I think you had said before that one of his attempts was literally bringing an army to flux. Yeah, and then I think that army had died, and it was like one of the first attempts was the yeah. to bring the army and then send the army somewhere, and then they like got wiped out by something. Not enough toilet paper. <laughs> so, does the raven goddess even know what must be done to save it, or is she just trying many different approaches? No, she had spelled out uh, what needed to be done, um, and I believe that anything related to those tasks is is good in her eyes. So I'm not I'm not sure, but I know that some of the tasks, well, from what other people have told me, were um, the uh, stopping the prophet, uh, destroying his um, whatever he's using to uh, to ritual into the darkness. Um, as well as save a little girl's life. And we were close until we were pulled out. Yeah, actually she stopped us before we were in the process of doing that and she stopped us. Hmm. Well, we were that... in the process of probably breaking something very magical because the prophet was very upset with us. I, maybe yeah. in the, maybe in some way that you were doing it, maybe she was afraid for your lives. I I don't I I can't tell, but um, I mean it sounds it sounds like at least you spent some time there. Did you gather some information that will be handy in the in the future? Um. So here's the plan: we jump in the portal, land in there, go to the tower, steal from the prophet, wait till the prophet leaves, go into the tower. Trick the tower, the prophet's servants, go to the third floor, destroy the crystal, fight the prophet, kill the prophet, and then we profit. I was going to say, step one, profit, profit, go profit. there. <laughs> step three, profit. Underpants. <laughs> I feel like there's a, there's a step there that's all question marks, and it concerns me. It only concerns you because you weren't there. I mean, it sounds like you gathered a lot of information, which is good, and hopefully you can utilize that in the future. Hmm. Hopefully. Yes. He... Maybe that alchemist guy, maybe he can make a bomb. Because that, that, that might work. Or that might just get her pissed off at us some more. But we'll find out. Do you think that'd be a good idea? Instead of trying to use a hammer or 
What what'd you do with the how'd you break that crystal? Artist? I, what? You're talking about yeah. <laughs> you know you can't tell. I mean You were the one breaking the crystal. How did you do it again? Because it, it just it was close but not enough. Uh, oh, my uh, my ring. And I hold out my I don't know, my right hand and there's a ring with a, a ram's head on either side. Hmm. This thing. We found it pretty early on in, in our adventures. Uh, sorry, Puck just <coughs> flinched a bit because he just I just realized that you just aimed your hand at his head to show him your ring. And last time you did that with a magical item. <laughs> and, and I think this broke a crystal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, and he, he, uh, takes your hand, like, put, tries to put your hand, whoa, watch where you're aiming that thing, watch where you're aiming that thing. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, I didn't ball up my fist and, like, start trying to focus power in it, I was just showing, calm down. I didn't do anything like this. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, thanks. Sorry, just, uh, just memories going, that's all. Still fresh. He's a little reactive right now. Uh, okay. I put um, my hand down non-threateningly. So, do you guys think that maybe Filbert can help us make a bomb? And then we could just blow up the tower. It's not a bad idea. No, it's very direct. And then, but... Well, yeah, but and then we can also, like, maybe we can ask the queen to just tell, when she brings us there, just teleport us near there, and we'll just blow the thing up. Okay, port us as close as possible. We'll throw the bomb, and then we'll get out. Quick, 20 minutes uh, Twenty minutes at most. We'll be done. That would have to be one hell of a bomb, considering Bardus's ring only managed to crack it. Yeah. Yeah, and I went full force. I went full force, all charges, like... I don't, I don't feel I'm going to get much better of a shot at it than what I got then so if that's all it did i mean it did significant but if that's all that it did pretty much going max up on it i'm not quite sure what maybe you need a training montage <laughs> the training the ring montage i'm probably not Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, we can certainly try a bomb. Let, let's let's put in an order for a bomb. So right. I guess I'm assuming then we'll just yeah, you guys would go to the alchemist and basically ask him to make some sort of a, an explosive device. The alchemist, as opposed to what? Uh. He said Filbert. Filbert powder keg. Yeah, it's in his name. <laughs> like, uh, but it'll have to be a bomb made of completely of like force damage. Um, I don't know how this compares to the ring that he has. I think it might do well as a. I don't know. We can ask him if he like first. Maybe he, he. This is a guy named Filbert Powder Keg that can't make a powder keg. So I'll say that you guys talk to the alchemist, and he offers to work with the enchanter and the blacksmith to try to come up with something that he thinks will create enough boom um, to help take out that. Cool. That crystal. Awesome. Cool. Now we just need to not be forcibly teleported there before we get that. There you go. Um, okay. Oh, and also I updated our Google Doc to include Yola. Yola! I'm not um, making a character sheet for Yola. <laughs> Yola doesn't need to be uh, have a character sheet. She'll be just like one of those invincible children in Skyrim. She's too young for adventuring. 
That's fair. Um, so is there anything else we want to play through, or we think we're good for tonight? Uh, I mean, this has been wanna... a pretty whimsical episode, so. It's been very zany. Yeah, we're going to be lucky if this thing stays up for a week at this point. <laughs> yeah. Singing during it, yeah. Um, I guess we could decide kind of on stream just because that'll be a fun little teaser. Um, who was going to DM next since this is an all DM podcast? Ooh. Yeah, we haven't decided who was next yet. We have not. I vote Charlie. I vote. I vote. I vote Charlie. Wait. Wait. Shit. (laughs) Yes. Charlie, including Charlie. Mm. Last time we went to Charlie's world, we uh, lost a character. Yep. Oh my. And that was episode three. (laughs) It was. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that again. I've never um, actually, my character's never actually been to this, like, deadly world, so I'm actually legitimately curious. Perhaps it'll be better. Sand. We'll see sand. Perhaps it'll be better with the healer. I no. do believe we shall start in <laughs> flux first and make our way there later, but yeah. Yeah, I'm up. That sounds good. Yeah, it's been a while. I've been thinking about trying to DM again. Okay. Yeah, we hadn't heard from you in a while. DM-wise, so... Yeah, I about to say, like, I've literally been here all session, man. <laughs> what? Wow. Really? Oh, my God, you've been there? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's no, it's cool. Um, okay. I, I feel like at some point, death. one of us should finish our story just to get it out of the way, but whatever. Nah, no, no, no end to any of the stories. We'll just keep, we'll just keep spinning threads until uh, we eventually fold them all up. Oh, That's yeah. cool. I'll do one. I'll do one, possibly two, and then go uh, go finish the story. Yeah, whenever we get more fans, I wouldn't mind doing like a DM only session and doing uh, like Q and A or something. Would be kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, like I know that I want to do at least like three more, like well, not so much sessions as you know dungeons, and then you know the finale. So like. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yours kind of has a, a time. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a basic structure and, and I have some ideas as to how I'm going to go about it. I know what I want to do in the end. It's just, well, I kind of know what I want to do at the end. Sure. It's like I got the bones of it. I just need to add the meat. Yep. That's fine. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, I mean, I created the bones and the meat and I'm just letting them run through mine several times. So you make making a stew. Yours is a stew. A stew. It's a stew. Just keep uh, mixing it around. You're getting the same stuff over. I don't know where Puck's going with that, or Tony's going with that. Um. All right. Cool. Sounds yeah. Good. Nothing else. Then uh, I guess we'll call this session. Hopefully, it was fun. If you like this, then let us know, and we can do things like this in the future. Um. This was super casual versus our usual. Yeah. Focused. <laughs> we are <laughs> so getting sued. Yeah, maybe unfocused isn't good for this group. But maybe it's more fun, in which Bye. case, I mean, we're not charging for it. I don't know how anybody's just confused on how you're calling our normal sessions focused. He makes a fair point. He makes a very fair point. Yeah, he's got me there. <laughs> I mean, I assume most DMs have some sort of a, a, a handhold on the group, but. Yeah, you keep thinking that. Okay. Um, I, with our group, it's kind of like trying to grasp water. Yeah, or wind. This group's been like... What is it, Charlie? I started playing with you when I was like 16 or 17? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, let's not age ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 15 years of playing... Um, yeah, I'm an yeah, elf, playing with... so, I'm an yeah, elf, so that's kind of, like, yeah. You're not an elf in real life. It's it's a common thing with uh, other podcasts and most groups you hear. It's, you plan for 
you know, as a DM, you plan for A, you plan for B, you draw up that wonderful map, you get all this such as this scene set, you got these NPCs, you know exactly what their lines of dialogue are going to be, you got the description of the area ready, you've got the next steps for what's going to happen ready, you've even got like the back alleys and like the different ways that they can get into wherever you're trying to make them go. And then they are fascinated by like an NPC hanging out by a tree for three hours. And you're like, what the hell, dude? He was just a descriptor. It's like, well, it's like we, we have been a little bit more focused because we realize that these are one shots, so we're we don't go full full unfocused. I, I I don't feel like that you can DM and have a plan. I feel like you have to be able to impro- improvise. Have to have, you have to bit. basically you DM and you have an idea. Yeah, you have a skeleton and you let the players just build on it. Yep. It's like it's like getting cats cat pets. You know, you, they'll be very nice cat pets, but they'll prefer the box. They'll sleep in the box. Yeah. <laughs> still, still need experience, though. I mean, I think, yeah, Anorn or Dom and I, we're still working on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's buddy. I I have fun with it. You know, it's, it's nice to you know control stuff. You guys did make me. There are there were a bunch of stuff that I basically thought up on my feet. So you know, there you go. That's all you can do. All right. So we'll go ahead and call this episode. Yeah. Let us know on social media or however comments on the podcast if you like it. I actually like the idea of a Q and A when this is done. That sounds like a really fun idea. Actually, oh, yeah. I'd love to do it. I just mm-hmm. want people to want to participate. <laughs> we would kind of need some cues for our A's. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that didn't sound wrong at all. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wasn't trying to be subtle, but <laughs> everybody questions, please. We love questions. We'll yeah. answer them truthfully uh, and honestly. And yeah, you'll never want to ask any more. Uh, links to the <laughs> links to the socials are in the in each of the podcast episodes, but otherwise, it's like Infinities in Gaming on Facebook, uh, Infinities EG on Twitter. So at Infinities EG, I guess. I think it's Infinities in Gaming on. Uh, instagram yeah feel free to post questions whatever and we'll uh either hit them back then or we'll gather them up and do an episode of just q a and that could be fun right much love everyone all right good night everybody and don't get sick and die from covid this is supposed to be three weeks after dude the kind of corona you want to have is the one where you crack open a cold one with the boys yeah. Wasn't the meme that came out that the Corona was offering ten million dollars to rename it to literally anything else, and they would pay fifteen million dollars <laughs> to rename it Bud Light Virus, something like that? Yeah, that would have been more appropriate because Bud Light is shit. <laughs> All right, let's save our beer opinions for the Q and A. No, we just got them out. That's fair. All right, good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. Good night.